0: Welcome to Keys to Your First Rental, the private podcast designed exclusively for soon-to-be real estate investors. If you've dreamt of owning rental properties, you're in the right place. Join Gabby as she sits down with investor clients who share how the Real Estate Bay Agency has taken them from confused to closed. From finding the perfect location, to analyzing rental markets, to securing financing and placing tenants, we equip clients with tools and strategies to make their real estate dreams a reality. Here are their stories.
1: I'm your girl, Gabby, the Real Estate Bay, and today we're going to get into my top tips before you let a lender run your credit i'm going to give you the exact things i want you to ask them before they even touch that credit let's get into it so i want to jump right into it but i want to give you a quick caveat a little quick bite of things that I have been able to help new investors do. So I have personally been able to help new and first-time investors find over $13 million in funding no matter the credit score, no matter the market, okay? So I absolutely kind of know what I'm talking about. And one of the things that I'm really good at is being able to find an awesome lender. So let's get into my tips right now. So the first thing that I want you to do is give your lender an estimate of things that you think is on your credit score and an estimate of your debt to income ratio. Tip number one sounds like, hey Mr. Lender, my name is Gabby and my credit score is about a 670. I have $10,000 in credit card debt. I make $100,000 a year, I have zero student loans, based on that information, how much cash, capital and funding can you get me for my first or my next real estate deal? The second thing I want you to share with your lender is your goal. A lot of times we go into these conversations and we're a little too timid for the lender to be able to really assess what we need. So tell them your goals. So it sounds like this for step number two. Mr. Lenderman, I am looking to buy four properties this year. I want to become an investor. I want to become profitable. If I wanna buy four properties this year, how would you start my portfolio and my funding story with you? Let them share with you the exact tips and strategies and loan products that they have, maybe some that you know about, maybe some that you don't, so that you can get that first deal and that first deal makes way for the next three to four. The third thing that i want you to ask your lender is about down payment assistant programs now this is specifically for people that are looking to buy their first home these tips can be used for investors and people looking to buy their first home and so if you are looking to buy your first home without question i want you to ask the lender what are some down payment assistant programs that your bank has or that you know about in the community mr lender over the last few loans that you've been able to close, how many of those had down payment assistance programs connected to them? Can you share those informations and those contacts with me so that I can do my own research? Free money is often left on the table when we're not asking awesome and clarifying questions. So the next question we're asking the lender is around our student loan debt. We have to be very transparent because remember, we're asking these questions before we let them pull our credit. So because of that, let's go ahead and tell him our estimated student loan debt. So it sounds like this, hey, Mr. Lender, I'm looking to acquire this amount of properties this year. The student loan debt that I currently have is, for example, $50,000. With that information, are there any loan products that I should be aware of that may not work with this high student loan debt or that I should avoid because of the student loan debt? Also let the lender know if you are um, in deferment, if you haven't made a payment, if you're behind on payments, if you have been on time on payments. That is incredibly important for the lender to know as well. This next question is one of my favorite questions. And new investors, if you're using these tips to get your first investment property, do not forget this question, okay? So, it sounds like this. Hey, Mr. Lender, I'm looking to buy one investment property located on 123 Smith Street, for example. When you consider the properties in this area or this zip code, the average rents are $1,000. Now, when I buy an investment property, I know, Mr. Lender, that I am actually buying a business and I'm buying income. When you consider the property at 123 Smith Street and the potential rent of $1,000, how much of that income goes into the conversation around my income so what you're asking the lender is if my if I get approved for this property okay and my monthly income from this property is going to be $12,000 because there's 12 months in a year 12 times 1,000 is $12,000 okay so if I only make $50,000 at my job But if I buy this investment property, I now make $62,000. When we are buying investment properties, we are buying businesses. And so that lender has an equation or some type of percentage that will allow you to take the estimated funds from the investment property and to put it inside of your income. So ultimately what I'm saying is, When the lender is done assessing your income, if you're buying an investment property, your income goes up simply because you're buying a business. Don't forget that question. Let them explain it to you and what they can do on your behalf. The next question is really good because it allows you to assess lender by lender processes. So we're going to ask the lender, Mr. Lenderman, when i apply with you how long does it take to lock in my interest rate this is a great conversation right now in this market because interest rates are rising and so if you get a property and interest rates are 6.9 on that day but they don't lock it in for another three weeks an interest rate are a 7.3 you'd be able to see the difference quite drastically. So we want to ask the lender as soon as I get this property or as soon as I uh, apply with you how soon is it going to take me to lock in the interest rate. The next question is one of my favorites because a lot of times lenders do this. We want to ask our lender how often or have you ever or do you have a process of matching interest rates. That means that Bank of America is saying that they're going to give me an interest rate of a 5.5% on my first property with them, but I really like you over here, Mr. Lenderman. Will you match Bank of America's interest rate? Close mouths, don't get fed. Make sure you ask that question and tell them Gabby taught you that. The next question I want you to ask your lender is what is the cash out refinance process and how often or how long do I have to wait before I can do a cash out refinance? Now this is really, really important for my investors or even homeowners that are buying houses underneath the value. So that means you bought a house at $50,000, but the house appraised for $100,000. You have $50,000 in equity. And so we want to ask the lender, okay, I have $50,000 in equity how long would it take me to be able to use that money to go buy more real estate? You wanna pull that money out, you need to ask the lender before you start to do business with them, how long will it take? The next question is great for my people who already own one or two properties, and this one is positioned to leverage those properties to help you buy more properties. You're gonna ask the lender, can you explain the difference to me between these two loan products, the cash-out Refinance and the Home Equity Line of Credit? I want that lender to explain to you in detail which one works best for you and take into consideration your circumstance. I can tell you right now that I love the HELOC right now because of interest rates. However, another lender may actually be able to sit down and look at your finances and look at your financial story and say, absolutely not, you need to conduct a cash out refinance. I want you to ask that clarifying question and then ask them based on the information that you know about me, how, which loan product makes sense for my situation. All right, you guys, the next question is all about the loan products as well. What I don't want you to do is be taking out cash out of your home and then you are working with a bank that may have restricted funds on those. So I want to make sure you ask this key question when you're pulling out cash or doing a home equity line of credit. Mr. Lenderman, I'm interested in doing a home equity line of credit or I'm interested in doing a cash out refinance, which one of those products or if either one of them do have restrictions on what you can do with the funds, right? So what we don't want to happen is you think you're going to pull out $20,000 to put on a down payment for a house or to, to renovate, help renovate a house and the loan, the lender tells you or has some type of clause that says that the Cash out refinance funds cannot go towards other um, real estate. So always make sure you ask that question. When I do a loan product with you, or I pull out cash from one of my investment properties or one of my personal properties, are there any restrictions on the funds? The next question I want you to ask your lender, you guys, is how does your bank assess refinances? Right now, what I'm seeing is a lot of new investors, especially for those small credit unions, they're telling clients that we want to conduct a a desk appraisal over a walked appraisal. Okay. So you want to know before you start to do business with this bank, do they only do desk appraisals? What's the process of having an in-person, an actual walk appraisal? And make sure that you have the ability to do both. This is with the last question and absolutely one of my favorites okay so what types of loan products does your bank have and what i want you all to do is i want you to insert your circumstances so it sounds like this hey mr lender um i'm interested in doing a loan with you but what types of loan products do you have for uh first-time home buyers if you're a first-time home buyer you need to ask that What types of loan products do you have for veterans? What types of home products do you have for um, disabled, single moms, uh, minority groups? You just never know. Oftentimes, especially in small banks, the funds are their own, so they can do with those funds as they wish. They may have various programs, products, and processes that you have to apply to and complete, but it absolutely is worth asking to make sure that you are calming the entire market and making sure that you get the best loan product.
0: Thank you for joining us here on this episode of Keys to Your First Rental. We hope you found these authentic stories from everyday people valuable and inspiring. If you know you're ready to get the keys to your first rental, we want to meet you. Head to www.workwithbay.com Complete the quick intake form, and our team will review your details and set you up with next steps. That's it for now. Remember, the keys to your first rental are much closer than you think.